trying to record this in one go because I just don't have the energy to edit during you know a pandemic so if there's any sort of interruption or something I might leave it in so yeah just be prepared for that um so this episode I am expanding a bit on a post I did on my blog in January which is 30 things I've learned from 30. Um, and basically, um, to just quickly go over the intro to the post on my blog, um, when I turned 30, I had been married for a week, unemployed for a year. Um, my friend and my partner threw me like an amazing surprise party for my 30th it was it literally had like everything i would have thought like my favorite place my favorite dj like all my best friends and all of that and then afterwards we went on this midnight boat ride and it was just like such a romantic entering of 30. um and then four months into my 30th year i was still unemployed um which was which took on a more complex dynamic because i was just married and that was just not what i imagined um going into marriage would be like i've always been very independent so obviously that was just like another layer of complexity and then my mom died so it just you know it was i was already in a bad place and now i was just in you know i don't know what word to use to describe it but anyway the rest of my 30th year was filled with grief rejection um a lot of close friendships and relationships falling apart and me just thinking this isn't fair like i need to catch a break why can't i catch a break you know um and yeah i feel like when things are like ridiculously bad you have to learn some lessons so i'm sharing 30 lessons i learned and just because i'm sharing lessons that have come from something so big and deep and deep doesn't mean that the lessons themselves will be like these huge lessons sometimes you learn small lessons in big complex events so number one friendships come and go it's okay if it goes it doesn't mean it wasn't worth it and i feel like this was something like i really had to learn when like one of my closest friendships fell apart and you just realize that a friendship ending doesn't invalidate the entire relationship just because you can't be friends anymore doesn't mean you were never friends it doesn't mean it wasn't real um sometimes that's just like friendships end like 
so just appreciate the moment you had and if it has to end it has to end um two it's okay to do nothing you don't always have to be busy taking a break doesn't always mean slowing down sometimes it means doing nothing and i think this is um particularly relevant for a lot more people during this enforced isolation downtime um and i've seen so many people be like just because we're in a pandemic doesn't mean you have to stop xyz blah 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 and it kind of does because we're dealing with something unprecedented something that no one could have predicted something that literally most people haven't lived through before so to think that everyone is going to maintain you know a standard of behavior is is kind of harsh and i really appreciate that people can do it which is fair but then that's not for you to say that because you can that's what other people should be doing you know so i feel like this doing nothing is a very very hard thing for me i've always thought of myself as someone that could very much do nothing like i was like i'm so good at doing nothing you know i'm an introvert i can do nothing for xyz amount of time and then when it came to the time to actually do nothing because um i'm not even sure if i've ever discussed this before but when i quit my job my plan was to not do anything for a year like i just wanted a year to self-reflect to figure what i wanted to do just i just wanted a year um it didn't quite pan out that way but whatever but what i found during that year was i am horrible at doing nothing and i feel like that applies to a lot of people i feel like it is easy to think oh my god i'm so good at doing nothing when realistically doing nothing is actually very hard and we're not in a society where doing nothing is acceptable were in a society where doing nothing is actually um okay so my goals of recording straight through were dashed when i go and knock on my door but i was saying um when a society where doing nothing is seen 100 percent categorically as a negative and productivity is worshipped and adored and the only time you can get away without that like constant productivity is if you're wealthy so if you're not wealthy and you're not consistently and constantly productive society frowns on you so um but uh, yeah, I, I think a lesson I've learned and I've co- I'm continuing to learn is that it's okay to do nothing. It is okay to do nothing. You need the downtime. Your body needs it. Your brain needs it. It's good for your mental health. And it's actually good to figure out what you're doing. You need to kind of know where you are and where you're going rather than just constantly moving. That constant motion is exhausting honestly take a break um three it's okay for your plans to change even if you've had those plans for a very long time um this is a hard one because sometimes 
the planning is so addictive it's so intoxicating that it's very hard to let go um if you've had a vision or an idea of yourself and circumstances happen to change that it's very hard to let go um so i i think it's something to realize that plans will change things that you intended to do won't be possible anymore and you have to learn to just let go and create new plans if not you'll be stuck for a very long time um you're never too old to grieve grief is no respect of age pain is still pain and yeah i don't i don't even feel like i want to expatiate on that but everyone grieves no matter what you're never too old to start again it doesn't matter if it looks like everyone else is young leave the one life you have um and i feel like there's so much stigma attached to starting again and which is why people cling to visions of themselves way past when it's relevant um sometimes the life you've always planned for will stop being a right fit for you and you have to start again and that's okay you know we we have such a fixed notion of the timings to do everything you know you're supposed to go to school at this age and finish at this age and if you're doing a postgraduate degree you finish at this age and you have to start working and then you have to have been promoted and you know um, you have to get married at a certain age and then you know you're past the age you don't want to leave your marriage you don't want to leave your job you don't want to re-educate yourself because it's not it's not an easy place to be in and i fully respect that um some of these lessons it's not easy you know um but yeah you can always start again it, it, it doesn't matter i feel like this idea that life is such a strict set of rules is actually just not accurate if you see another life that you want for yourself take it i feel like when it when it boils down to it right when you're dead you're dead i um the idea that living your life a certain way influences your death is something that traps people i think you know where you're like oh i just want to maintain this streak and if maintaining the streak is no longer working for you let it go start again it doesn't matter what your age is honestly um number six supplement work taking multivitamin you're 99.2% not getting everything you need from your diet sometimes you can't sleep because you're deficient in magnesium sometimes you're tired because you're low on iron and I know that supplements have been hotly debated for years and years and years and loads of people will tell you like it's a lie it doesn't work it works it works but um, obviously what works is taking the right supplement just see a doctor I know that seeing a doctor take supplements seems dramatic but literally it's it's a blood test and that way you can actually like target what works but um taking a regular multivitamin is something that everyone should just food is less nutritious than it was x number of years ago um and to be honest except you're actually 
you know tracking what you eat and trying to hit all those targets there's so many targets you're not hitting there's so many micronutrients you're missing out on so taking a supplement is just a habit you should get into just a multivitamin if you want to now go extra and start taking specific supplements see a doctor they'll do a blood test they'll tell you what to take um it's easier to control yourself than to try and control everyone else actually before i leave the supplement conversation if you have difficulty staying asleep try magnesium honestly magnesium changed my sleeping life and actually my sleep is so much better now so i don't even supplement with sleep anymore but there was like literally years where i couldn't stay asleep i could fall asleep i couldn't stay asleep and i actually can't remember where or how i found out about magnesium but i just thought you know what why why don't i try and honestly it was a life changer it was a life changer okay seven it's easier to control yourself than to try and control everyone else when things get hard and someone isn't listening focus on what you can do not what the other person should yeah um i think this is this is a an unpopular opinion because i think everyone knows that controlling your actions is easier but it doesn't stop us from trying to control other people's actions um and a lot of times controlling other people's actions is futile except you know that your child and you're trying to train them up or something but in general like when you come into a relationship as an adult with an adult you are limited in what you can control you know you can only control yourself you can choose what to accept or not accept you can choose how to behave and not behave but it really isn't actually your place to control the other person um yeah i feel like there's a lot i can say about this but if i dwell too much on each point then this is going to be too long and i feel like i'm already thirsty eight you can regret a workout don't work out if you're sick or injured don't work out just because you hate yourself that day or you're trying to earn a meal like honestly the cult of workout is so insane to get the benefits from exercise like the heart benefits and you know the mental health benefits you actually don't need a lot of exercise that people promote you know i feel like um what we see as a workout now is so defined by workouts being trendy and so there's a constant like jumping and movement and burpees and doing things you hate and honestly you don't have to work out every day you don't have to work out you know excessively you don't have to jump you don't you know you can work out for the rest of your life and never do a birthday and it's fine you don't have to do that you know i feel like this energy of like i don't know when working out just became this specific type activity a walk is a workout you know like there's so many things that are workouts that don't have to be this hating activity and um i feel like when you identify yourself as someone that works out it's very hard to take a break so you're like oh my god i went to bed at 4 a.m i only slept one and a half hours i still got i still went to the gym don't do that 
don't do that you need to sleep you need other things like so as much as working out should be a regular part of your routine not to the detriment of every other thing that contributes to you being healthy you shouldn't be not sleeping because you need to work out you shouldn't be you know like punishing yourself with food because you need to work out so just try and be kind to yourself i think i think a lot of these things i'm gonna say kindness is the basis of all of them um nine overdressed or underdressed are concepts you can define for yourself 100 percent. like 100 percent. i feel like you need to find how to dress that makes you comfortable um except you're in a very strict setting where you can't really control what the dress code is for everything else you can honestly um i feel like we get too stuck in stuff like dressing for our whole lives when there's so many situations where we can't control it situations where we can't control it control it if you're going to your friend's dinner you can choose what to wear like you know so you need to be able to define these things for yourself you need to be able to set yourself and say what is it that i want how is it that i can express myself and define that for yourself honestly if you want to go to a casual lounge fully glammed you know do it just go for it if you want to go to a dinner in jeans and minimal makeup do it you know what i mean like you need to be able to just define dressing and style and concepts like underdressed and overdressed for yourself um you will sometimes dislike your partner they're not perfect because they're human and i feel like this is pretty much self-explanatory um i feel like when we take in content like romantic content you know if you're watching a movie that's two hours or less long or you're reading a book that's like 300 pages focusing on how they met it's very very hard to go into the mundane disliking your partner like just because you love your partner doesn't mean you like them every time sometimes you do things that are really annoying and you're just like i really don't like you at this moment and that doesn't make your relationship terrible um and that doesn't mean there's anything wrong it's just natural so yeah um you can find vegetables you like and they don't have to be green what a concept um yeah do you know the thing is i feel like all this food food stuff exercise stuff is something i have to discuss in detail on its own but there's a lot of posturing and um uh there's just a lot of information now as people get more and more on board the fitness and everything where the energy that's been directed to oh you have to be skinny is now directed to oh you have to be healthy and their sides of the same coin is the same thing the language has just changed um yeah you you really don't have to have green smoothies every day if you actually look at the content of nutrients in a lot of these smoothies like what you're getting is so minimal that it 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 really is fine if you don't have it eat a wide range of food 
and you'll be in a good position you don't have to have a smoothie you don't have to eat stuff that you don't like you just need to find a wide range of things and find how it works for you if that makes sense um speak up for yourself even if your voice shakes and maybe this is easier for me to say because i've always been someone that speaks up for myself and anyone that knows me or has met me will say that but even as someone that speaks up for myself there have been many situations where i haven't you know um but it's something you kind of have to learn to do you start from the smaller situations and then you work your way up because if not nobody is going to be a bigger advocate for you than yourself so it's something you just have to practice majority of people will take advantage of you if you don't speak up for yourself that's just that's just how human beings are wired you know um the people that will just be fair on their own and whatever on their own they're fewer than the people that would take advantage of you if you don't speak up for yourself so you need to practice speaking up for yourself speaking up for yourself is not always going to be romantic with speech is not always going to be there sometimes you're going to do it haphazardly you still need to do it like for instance i remember in my old job there was a situation where people were making comments about my body that i wasn't comfortable with so because i i wasn't able to go and like meet them and confront them and whatever i mean it's just an awkward situation i wrote a memo on sexual harassment printed it out and gave it to everyone that was involved in the conversation and i felt like i was speaking up for myself and finding a way to do it so i feel like you you have to find a way to speak up for yourself um but pick your battles sometimes it's not worth it before you start the battle, ask yourself how much you care about the outcome. And I'll go back to this example I just gave. Um, I was going to let it go um, because, you know, I feel like as a woman, you just get so used to these sorts of conversations. Like people, you're fair game, right? People feel the need to objectify you. People do it so constantly that you're just kind of like, eh, you know what, I can't fight everyone. But in this situation, what made me decide not to do that was someone was talking about someone that had worked there before me and she was like, oh, I remember like when they used to talk about this girl and then she got really uncomfortable in the office and like she didn't want to walk around and stuff. And I was like, no. <laughs> and that's the thing that just triggered me to be like, no, I have to speak up for myself because if by speaking up for myself in this situation, it prevents it from happening to someone else, then I care enough to speak up. So I feel like you have to decide what the battle is worth to you. I know that there's this idea that there's like one moral and great outcome and you kind of, I feel like when you're living your life, right? you need to decide what works for you sometimes it's the right thing to do but it's not the right thing to do for you and it's okay to just don't don't do it simple um 14 study yourself self-reflect often you don't always have to have a journal to journal writing your notes app it doesn't exist only for celebrity ap apologies send a text to yourself send an email think about your thoughts and actions and desires often and honestly this is so important and so many people don't do it so many people don't do it like 
we're constantly working with an assumption of ourselves but we don't realize an assumption until we actually study i remember one assumption i used to work i used to work with i thought i was very warm like i thought i was a really warm person and then one of my really close friends mentioned one time how i'm cold and i was like me cold me this warm (laughs) and then i started talking to people and they were like uh you are cold and then that led me to self-reflect on that and like so you can feel like you're a certain way and it's just not accurate so it's important to kind of think about who you are think about it from your point of view and from things other people might have said even if it's to seek that out so that you're constantly acting in the way that you want to act you know if if for me it was important for me to be warm but i wasn't warm um so yeah that was something i had to figure out okay what can i do that i'm not already doing that can reflect how i feel because i felt warm that's why i thought i was expressing warmness or warmth (laughs) but i feeling and actions are different things which is why it's really really important to self-reflect um 15 it's okay to change your mind about your thoughts feelings beliefs it might seem like everyone is already woke but it takes time to develop your thoughts and ideas on lots of things and that might mean changing your mind often and it's okay and i actually have a whole thing i want to say about this so i'm not even going to go into too much detail but i feel like you cannot come to a situation fully formed you have been socialized a certain way and you've had certain thoughts and beliefs and you get new information and you change it it is okay to change your mind so when people like you say something people want to bring up stuff like you said four years ago like oh look what you said yeah like i can change my mind often i change my mind often and that's fine you know i can tell you like my favorite drink today is coke and like in two weeks i can tell you i can't stand coke that is what the reality is at that time so i think people need to realize that it's okay to change your mind like your mind is not this stagnant it shouldn't be this stagnant thing you should actually constantly change your mind on things that you're unsure of and reinforce things that you believe in so yeah 16 money ebbs and flows except you're like the 0.1 wealthiest then i don't know how money works for you because obviously i'm not but yeah um money ebbs and flows let me just take a break because i'm thirsty okay so i feel like in capitalist societies because money is seen as the pinnacle of everything people start to feel shame when they don't have money um but money is not something that's constant not for companies not for you know rich people so not for the regular people as well sometimes you have it sometimes you don't have it that is completely natural i know sometimes when you're broke you can feel like i'm the only person in the world that's broke and everyone else has money except me but that's not true so 
understand that it will come and it will go um 17 you're allowed to walk away from people yes even family yes i know family is supposed to be like completely unconditional and that but if you're not receiving unconditional love and like having certain family members in your life is actually making like leading to more detrimental effects then it's kind of okay to walk away that's the truth um you can't sometimes staying it won't just be possible so i'm just giving you permission like walk away <laughs> um 18 don't hate follow anyone if every time someone puts up a post on social media it irritates you unfollow them and protect your me- mental space and yeah i feel like a lot of people hate follow so like when people are like oh my god twitter is so toxic it's probably your timeline it's probably what because every social media gives you the chance to curate your feed well twitter less lately when they put random people you don't follow on your timeline but anyway the point is this if your instinct every time you see someone say something or post something is to be annoyed irritated rant roll your eyes don't follow them don't follow them i don't know the um dynamics of following and unfollowing people but i guess the options you can mute them etc but like what does that do to your mental health every time you see someone on something and you just go to a negative place obviously that's not a good that's not a good thing so you should definitely stop doing that (laughs) um 19 buy the best stuff you can afford it will make your life so much better um i think um how you feel about this depends how you feel about money for some people spending they like to spend in trickles so if two people have five thousand naira, some people will like to spend it in 200 300 until it reaches five thousand and some people will just want to spend the five thousand on something that costs five thousand so i do feel like if you're already someone that prefers spend bulk amounts you probably already do this and i'm someone that likes to do that so yeah but um if you study how the richest wealthiest people spend their money they can afford to actually buy the best stuff that they get returns on consistently so you know you can have something for 10 years and it's still in great condition versus constantly buying things that just don't last i feel like you should always buy the best you can afford and what you can afford will obviously change but like look to where you are and look to what are the options within what i can afford at this time and then decide what to buy but more times than not it's going to be a waste of your money to not buy the best you can afford um 20 people owe you things and you owe people things it's impossible to exist without expecting or owing things honestly oh my god 
of course people owe you things and of course you owe people things and i'm sick of this rhetoric of you know i don't owe anybody anything no one owes me anything of course you do of course you do you owe your friends you owe your family like any relationship you have comes with a burden of expectation and that that should actually be a positive thing i don't understand why you would want to be friends with someone and feel like you don't owe them anything you know obviously your friendship dynamics would determine what what is a proper expectation between you guys and that's something to navigate in each relationship but then just start from the place of if i have a relationship with someone i owe them something and they owe me something and that goes across board of all kinds of relationships so please 21 so much of life is random when it's hitting you hard in the face it's hard not to take it personally but try oh my god i had to come to this because i just felt like there had to be a skill somewhere and i was leaning on the bad side of the skill so much i was like who is this person balancing this skill like can you balance it back to me but then you just realize that so many things are random so many things are random sometimes it's not about you like bad things happen good things happen and that's just how the cookie crumbles right so don't take it personally and just feel like you know this is an attack on me it probably isn't um you can't spend your whole life hating your current body if you can't love it accept it even if you still plan to change it accept it today and i feel like there's so much so much i want to say about this but i will just leave it at that accept accept yes yes you're fat accept it accept it i feel like the acceptance or the lack of acceptance of your body is something that will follow you forever until the moment you choose to accept it and i want to make it clear accepting your body doesn't mean you can't change it and i feel like people feel trapped by the idea of accepting anything accepting their body accepting their situation accepting you know acceptance does not mean you can't change it's not a permanent contract if you accept your body it doesn't mean that oh if you dieted it wouldn't you wouldn't lose weight or whatever it just means that life is happening today right whatever you have today however you look today that is existing if you if you keep putting a future idea in place of what is happening now you will spend your whole life chasing the future and that's no way to live and i just want to like keep it you know related to the body even though like people do this for so many things but you have to accept how you are today it's very important and whatever you do will have better benefits if you can start from a place of acceptance i know that love is a bigger and i don't even think is a necessary thing to get to honestly you don't have to start from oh my god i have to love my body but you have to accept it because it is your body so yeah i think i definitely need to 
there's a lot I have to say about this so I'll just postpone that it's okay for your hobby to not turn into a business like oh my god who is exhausted by everything having to be a business you can't do anything now without someone suggesting that you turn it into a business you eat cereal like oh the way you eat cereal you can actually like eat cereal on camera and make a youtube channel like do people even enjoy things anymore for no benefit like can you even just chill and do something that doesn't lead to something else can you just relax and just relax for relaxing sake like you it's okay if you do something and you just do it like i remember how sometimes i I crochet and like last time i was crocheting i was just thinking oh this is gonna be a blanket and then i'll send it for someone's baby shower and then next thing i might do and i was like are you gonna really crochet as a business i was like no i'm not because this blanket i'm even talking about have i finished no i have not because it's just a hobby hobbies are just things that just like it's downtime it's relaxing right if you keep turning every hobby into a business when do you relax and how do you relax so i think yeah you can have a hobby that just stays a hobby right um 24 it's okay if you don't enjoy your job but you like the other parts of going to work even if it's just the money and i and i feel like this is something um, to really emphasize because i feel like a lot of the judgment on nine to five comes with oh you're just doing it for the money and like you should be passionate about it and understand that your passion about your job can stop and start at the fact that you're getting paid every month that's okay it is not compulsory for a job to be the most fulfilling part of your life it is okay for a job to pay you money that is the contract of capitalism don't let you know this idea that on top of it being your salary and uh, it has to be the thing you're most passionate about isn't that like even the underlying the or the subplot of a lot of rom-coms you know where someone is working in the city they get paid a lot of money they live in a mad apartment and they have to give it all up to go and like cut wood in you know the suburbs or whatever nah if you your job is cool you go there you like your co-workers your salary is good you're advancing and the the work is boring but you know acceptable please go forth and live your best life you know and take up some hobbies that you don't turn into businesses because your job pays you well enough to not have to so yeah don't don't get caught up in oh my god this must be the most fulfilling thing a job can just be a job honestly um 25 every big decision feels monumental at the time but eventually it becomes very minor remember that if you want to end your marriage or quit your job or change your course like truth it took me i think a year and a half from the day i decided to quit my job to actually quit as in i had drafted a letter and everything so i just kept changing the date on that letter on that letter on that letter and it's like come on girl (laughs) um it always seems huge before you do it it seems huge huge like impossible but after you do it it's fine you know 
I think the the lead up to making a big change is always harder than everything else. Like if you want to end a marriage or an engagement, you just imagine like I, I remember when I was engaged and I was like, hey, if I change my mind now, man, I don't know what I'm going to do because everyone gets involved, everyone is planning everything and it can just be very overwhelming. But honestly, if I had cancelled my engagement, it would have been okay. There are very few big changes that don't end up being everything <laughs> ends up being okay. Honestly, um, if you've studied the stories of a lot of people that have made huge, huge changes, like changes I can't even imagine because I haven't had that big a change in my life, um, it turns out okay, you know the world keeps spinning so just remember that when you want to make a big change it might not make it easier to go through that process before the change but just know that it will be fine 26 you cannot prevent people from hating you or gossiping about you and no matter how good you are it will happen so live your life freely and happy <sighs> yes this is something you have to realize because when you get stuck in what will people say you live a half-life and guess what people will still say stuff regardless so think about that with a lot of things i've said about like defining your concept of dressing or starting over or starting over late or whatever like sometimes a lot of the things that stifle people is what will people say but like who cares who cares it is even one thing when people are saying things to your face but a lot of things you even worry about are what people are not saying to your face and like what is your business with that you can't even you can't even hear it so you know no matter how perfectly you live your life people will still have something to say about you so you might as well just leave it how you want yeah 27 ask <laughs> ask is such a simple thing to say is something that trust me eh, people that are good at taking advantage of you that's the skill they've mastered the most asking asking people don't ask enough people don't ask enough and the thing about asking is that there's no negative outcome one you get what you asked for two you get something not quite what you asked for but similar three the person says no and then you can move on from that thought but yeah you need to get comfortable with asking stop assuming outcomes stop assuming people's intentions and thoughts or abilities just ask then you don't have to assume then you don't have to think about it and if you hear no you're just like okay moving on I ask a lot but I don't even ask as much as I should and I need to actually get more in the habit of asking um, 28 just because you're open about your life doesn't make you a fool there's nothing special about being secretive and yeah um, I feel like there's always this like there's this particular post that people keep 
writing and rewriting in different ways where it's basically like oh just because i tweet all day about my life doesn't mean you know anything about me first of all it does um but secondly so what like i feel like secretive people are seen as the standard and like something to aspire to and um if you're not like that that's fine i'm 100% not really a secretive person I'm I'm pretty open I'm willing to be vulnerable more than a lot of people are um and so many times I've just seen when people are just so like oh my god so secret um and please just because I'm not secretive doesn't mean that like I talk about people's lives like I'm open about my life my specific life I would protect even the lives of people that have been involved with me if I'm discussing their involvement with me I would try to be fair as possible but um, I'm, I'm in general quite an open and vulnerable per- person because I feel like a lot of the human experience is what we have in common and a lot of times people feel very alone in their thoughts and their feelings meanwhile there's so many people that feel the same way they do um and i remember in one tree hill lucas with whose character i hated used to always quote something that was from like a book or something he was pretentious or whatever and he always used to say if so many people are lonely why are so many people lonely alone or something like that anyway you get the gist like if so many of us are going through the same thing why are so many of us lonely in what we're going through so um i feel like people can make you feel silly um i remember when i was growing up and stuff and my mom and my aunties always used to like try and talk to me about wisdom and my lack of wisdom apparently was my openness and my honesty um and I'm glad I kind of still have that. Um, if that makes me unwise, then fair enough, you know. Um, 29, when someone tells you that you hurt them, your first instinct will be to be defensive. Pause, ask for some time and think about what they said. It makes a world of difference. Hurting someone doesn't automatically make you a bad person. And I feel like this is something everyone needs to learn. Like there is no caricature good or bad everyone does good and bad things um and i can be very defensive because i'm very opinionated because i think a lot because i self-reflect a lot i always feel like i know everything about myself and then so when someone wants to tell me their experience of me my first instinct is to be like oh no but i've learned to pause and think about what they said pausing and thinking about what someone said does not mean that you will think that they are right but it means that you've given what they said a fair chance rather than dismissing it it's very hard um for someone to say something that is personal to like when someone says you've hurt me and that wasn't your intention it's very easy to be like as long as i didn't intend to hurt you whatever you're talking about is not accurate but 
hurt is a very complex thing you know um it doesn't always go with intention sometimes you can hurt someone without intending to hurt them and if they're brave enough to bring that up to you i feel like it's something to think about at least rather than dismissing it as soon as you hear it so you should pause um and think about what they said and 30 relationships are built on a series of small actions so send that text reply to that instagram post meet up for coffee or lunch pay a visit don't wait until birthdays or you look back in a few years and have no friends yes um i feel like it's never been easier to connect it's never been easier to be in touch um and you don't have to keep waiting until you have three hours to catch up or meet up for drinks you can just text or instagram or you know there all these little things build up a post um all these little ugh, i said build up a post build up a relationship um all these little actions matter um so yeah don't it doesn't have to be all or nothing it can be a series of small things that add up to something bigger so yeah put in some effort into your relationships relationships are important i'm sure everyone knows relationships are important now that a lot of people are stuck in the house so just keep building those relationships so yeah i've come to the end of my 30 things i have learned um and it's actually kind of been nice to like look back on all the things and remind myself on some of the lessons because just because i learned it doesn't mean that i don't fall off sometimes um and yeah putting this out there like honestly maybe i need to get a co-host because just talking to myself at myself and then now putting out putting out a whole hour of just myself just talking just feels so self-indulgent and kind of narcissistic um and who really likes listening to themselves speak but yeah anyway till my next episode bye bye and i'll leave you with how to contact me whatdamidid.com all my contact information is there and that is what dummy did and that is my name on instagram and twitter so if you have any questions comments send me a message or you can email me at dummy at what dummy did.com all right bye